Hello. Mm. Oh, he got that money right. Yeah. When I woke, I spun that on a necklace. In a second, man, it's so hard not to act reckless. Really is. Man, he he's speaking facts in this track, man. Just the first couple of bars. Hey, Kanye and Travis, the only two to get out. Up. And what I do, act more stupidly. About to act stupid, stupidly. He DJing Boy. right now. <laughs> Dropping that. <laughs> who got that vaccine? Come on, man. Talk to him. <laughs> who got that vax? <laughs> That's the type of shit you get on. If you got a billion, let me see your hands in the air. Cricket. <laughs> Kanye liar, raises. Liar, 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 Kanye liar. raises six hands. Yeah, huh? Hey, y'all raise your hands too. <laughs> Go on, kids. Get your hands up, kids. Right, all his kids. Come on, Satan. <laughs> Shit, I got a billion for me and my kids. What you talking about? You couldn't tell him nothing when he was a millionaire. Now he's a billionaire. You can't tell him. I ain't talk yo, to my security. Bro, the, does it even matter anymore? Bro, the rants, be like what? What matters? The rants, Nothing matters. The rants gonna be crazy now. It, they gonna be six point six billion know, worth man. rants. What, what kind of a rant is, is Jesus Kanye gonna go on? Hey man, I can't wait to see it, man. He ain't gonna have Kim on his on if his. If you don't follow head. Jesus, you will not be in heaven. I don't think. Hello. I don't think Kim was like kept him from doing anything. He you wanted. don't think so? Nah, I think nah, he just did think, what he wanted, and I she think, just like was a good I wife. I think she and let him. Him. I think she she. I think she uh, she let him be for a little bit, and then she be like, ah, you got to tie back. You got to tie back. I think when he back. was starting to get off that cliff, she was just ah, pull him back. You, you got to bring it back. I think now there there's there's, there's the, the the tigers out of the cage now. Rawr. Think Man. so, huh? I don't know. I mean, that's just my theory. I, th- I think, I think we going. I know the music is going to be amazing. That's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. You Jesus, Jesus did come back a second huh? time. You'll see, don't you don't seem too confident. I, I don't, second I don't coming. know, man, because I, I don't know what to expect Easter from a Jesus. Well, I know what to expect from a Jesus Kanye, but I don't know what to expect from a single Jesus Kanye. Like, there's so many contradictions because everyone thinks the old Kanye's going to come back, but Jesus Kanye's going to trump that. Yeah. But isn't it, hey, isn't it like, isn't it, he's going to MAGA that. <laughs> isn't it blasphemy to get a divorce? Huh? And nah, it's not it? blasphemy, but you know, it's just, it happens, upon. Man. I mean, I know it happens. Yeah. I'm just saying someone that's, you know, religious like him, like his, like he is. Listen, in the Christian community, everybody messes up. Mm-hmm. And everybody, and it's always the same thing. God will, Jesus will forgive you. Mm-hmm. Yep. You, this is just a setback, mm-hmm. and and don't worry. He just got to go and confess his sins. We're all humans, <laughs> and you got to just confess your sins and get God's forgiveness. There it is. Amen. Welcome back to the Mickey D's Church. Church, man. <laughs> preach, brother. Preach. <laughs> Mickey D's podcast, episode 83. Help me out with that. 83, man. 83. 83. All right. Hey, on. where's Fly? Is some of those uh, modern day priests? True. You said what? Whereas fly is some of those modern oh, day yeah. priests. Come on, man. You know man, what I'm saying? Look, some of the, uh, don't ask no questions. We we might go down a. a let, let's just hey, you know what? Let's just not go down that street. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you, you're all well, too familiar why, with that stream. Why? You, why, you, why, you, 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 you gotta have a brand new stream. <laughs> Listen, I saw I saw my pastor's balance sheet. I was starting yeah, to wonder. Wait a minute. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> donating a little too goddamn much. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> My man, how much you get those for? Uh-huh. <laughs> Shit. Listen. Uh, yeah. Listen. She be asking you for a donation, motherfucker. <laughs> I found out how much, how much the rent was at the crib. I was like, Lord, 
At the crib or at the at the place that he uh, worships? No, the crib. The crib. Yeah. That's a whole other. See, and, and that's a whole other thing. Like, uh, I don't look. I don't want to even go down. <laughs> there. But I don't go there anymore. Let's. We'll just save that there. Hey man, episode eighty three. How we feeling? Eighty three. Hey, we're fresh off Clubhouse. We made our Clubhouse debut on Damn the panel. Sure, man. They weren't ready. Yeah, man. Nah, it was. It was like uh, another. Were we? It was like eighty three episodes wrapped up into one hour. Right. Because we were just kicking knowledge, <laughs> talking nuggets. Talking about all the shit we talk about on here. That's Basically. exactly what I said to Sean. Sean was like, oh, how'd the uh, clubhouse go? I said, man, we literally said all the shit that we say on the podcast. Yeah. But don't say it like that because you may seem like like we're tired of saying No, 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 no. We don't want to say it. I was just, again, it's just, we were just repeating ourselves. Like, you know. Yeah. Nah, it was it was good. Shout out to Daz and Play and Beat Source for having us on. Yep. Um, giving us another um, platform to speak our minds, yeah. share our knowledge. And that's the thing, when going into that, I didn't want to say a bunch of cliche shit, even though it's like, no matter how you do it, you're going to get a cliche answer like, how do I network better? It's just like, look, man, you got to show up and give it time. Right. But I think we did a really good job of giving a different perspective um, and and just giving another way of looking at it instead of the cliche stuff. Right. So. Hey, you know what I will say because the angles were right. Mickey gave a, a very, very business like response to yeah. everything. You know what I mean? He broke it down. If you you treated your brand like a business and everything, Joe gave it a very um, high class luxury. Mm. Like this is how you treat it. And Rel just came in and just been the nigga. And, and you know what I mean? And like, and I, I dropped the M-bomb and you know what I mean? Like, and I feel like everybody played their role, you know what I'm saying? And, and then it was just in a, a cohesive, nice conversation <laughs> that just blended so well. We were all together. on brand. Yeah, absolutely. 100%, man. But yeah, shout out to Dad. Shout out to uh, Play. Shout out to, the, to, the, um, to some of the DJs that wanted to ask questions, but I guess they lost connection. A couple of them uh, hit us up on, uh, on IG, just, you know, thanking us for spreading the good word. And um, the words that spread, we 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 church we at church today. We at church today. Um, sound like you're spinning out sunflower seeds. <laughs> he, he's trying to stand up, like, right? Like, 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 preach, like, preach, preach, preach. Um, you better yeah, preach so, that. Some of the uh, some of the DJs reached out to us on um, on Instagram. You know, just thanking us because they weren't able to um, get in on the clubhouse. I guess their connection when it was time for remember. Oh, yeah, it was time ask. for some of them yeah, to speak, yeah, yeah. and they were like. We, it was crickets, yeah. but they lost connection. I guess internet or whatever right. the uh, the case was. But Spectrum shout out to everyone that uh, tapped in and, and took a listen. And if you tried to say a couple of words and you lost connection, we apologize. But I'm sure we'll do this again. And you know, I, I got to flex right quick. Well, go ahead and flex for, me. for the pod. Um, and there's really no other way to say this, but we are a diverse group with different ambitions, initiatives, situations. But the common goal is to just be the best at what we're doing and succeed. And I imagine all of our definition of success is happiness and freedom. Um, whoever's listening really needs to share this podcast with the people they love. Because I don't know where else you're going to get the information you're going to get here from a business standpoint, from a DJ standpoint, and just a cultural standpoint. I think collectively we bring a lot to the table and I feel like we we are so advantageous to the regular everyday DJ who's looking to do more and expand and et cetera. And I feel like you guys need to share with your friends if you really love them because we have so much to offer 
And so like, you're not going to DJ for, and I, and I don't mean to really go down this rabbit hole, but you're not going to DJ forever. So what's next? And, you know, we bring that to the table on how to think beyond DJing or, you know, just elevating your DJing, whatever. So I just wanted to get that off my chest because it hit me on Clubhouse. I'm like, man, we're, we're glowing up in this business and we're, we are evolving. And like, I hope people are taking notes or getting the opportunity to hear us. And that's it. Okay, he hit Rose and dropped. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Trying to get flowers. <laughs> Moving on. Um, Bird Peterson had an interesting tweet. And shout out Bird. Yeah, shout out Bird Peterson. Um, big, been a big fan since the um, blogging days. Um, so he said, when the economy opens back up and EDM runs everything again, let's do everything in our power to remember how refreshing it was to be forced to play exactly what we all wanted to play for a full year without a club owner telling you to stop. RIP theme gigs. Um, now, when he says... First of all, where is Bird from? I actually don't know. Oh, well. Yeah. Um, but, um, but when he says re- uh, how refreshing it was to be forced to play exactly what we all wanted, I'm, I'm assuming he means that we're playing what we want like we're forcing ourselves to play what we want on our twitch streams okay um so and you know and that brings up an interesting topic of we're hitting the hard reset button mm-hmm. what and it's going to be a battle but let's have some fun let's take this let's go to the extremes with this no answers wrong what can we do to make to create a theme gig playing music we love What's it going to take to make that a Friday or a Saturday night every week of the month? What can we do to create that? You're going to have to throw your own party, your own event. Yeah, yeah. that's one way. Yeah, I mean, that just kind of sums it up. I mean, unless you're, well, here's you're a, in okay. good with the person that's booking you and, or and running that's, the venue. And that's easy. <clears throat> and, I'm, and I know there are very, very few parties out there. That's easy when it's like a Thursday night, right? Or a Tuesday yeah, night. Yeah, 100%. What's it going to take to make that a Friday night? Every Friday, this is what we're doing different than any other club in the And, and we're talking block. we're talking major cities, LA, New York, Miami. Sure, sure. Oh, it might even be harder to do in a smaller city. You think so? Maybe. I haven't really given it some thought, but smaller city, you only got only but a few clubs and in a probably way more bars than a Clubs. But that's what I'm saying. If you if you got a small if you have a small if you have less competition and you're doing something different than what the the rest of the people are doing in a smaller city, you're gonna. It, it, yeah. I feel like it'll be a little bit easier to draw people to your well to your event than true. But I know some clubs like to separate their Friday and Saturday. Saturday nights are big top forty night, and Friday we try to force an EDM thing or or yeah. even a hip hop thing. So why not make one of those a '90s night? The only thing is when you, if you were to throw this type of party, the people that want to buy tables and spend money are the ones that want to be where the hot girls are at. And the hot girls always want to be where they're playing Sweetie and The Weeknd and Drake. Yeah. I think that would be the the big challenge. It's always about building up that reputation anyway. You start a party. If it's tight, people going to show up. And then it gets to that point where you can have it on any day of the week that you want. It's any night. I don't think it matters what the theme is, really. Yeah. And before quarantine, themes was popping off anyway. Like, yeah, and, yeah, they were. And and just to jump in there, like, okay, so Bird is from Houston. Okay. 
and but he also resides in LA. And then if you break down his tweet, right, he's saying an EDM runs everything again. Sure. Okay. I don't know what part of LA he lives in. <laughs> or, or the world. Or or the world. Nah. But can... like and, and I'm not and I'm saying this respectfully. I'm not trying to like throw shade, but like and he creates EDM dance electronic music when he's, you know, when you categorize him. Okay. And so when you really think about it and the, the life we were living prior to COVID. Mm-hmm. And, like, and and just to jump in, just to be yeah, yeah. specify, what, I, what I'm assuming he's talking about is like the European EDM. That's shoved down your throat and you don't ask for the big drops and the, the heavy saw waves and the, you know what I mean? I think that's what he means by EDM taking over. Okay, sure. But like he's saying taking over again. Mm-hmm. And so like there has to be a one before a two. Right. So in our world, respectfully... I didn't think EDM was predominant like that. In his world, mm-hmm. we live in and two different worlds. Yeah. That's fine. That that can happen for sure. LA is very separated, sometimes segregated. And so like that can happen based on what you expose yourself to. Now, what COVID might have ha- would have created for him and his world is that now he's he's forced to see because the DJ community and the DJ world that was successful when it came to streaming is not very large. That's a yeah. chosen few. Yeah. And in that chosen few, there was definitely a lot of similarities into what was successful in the formula, which was just playing shit that you like to listen to. Yeah. Right? That was the unique side of that. Now, when you take things back outside of streaming, all those different worlds don't really come to one successful way of doing things. EDM does their thing a certain way. It typically uh, is very general admission, ticket sales, performance based. Mm-hmm. And then when you go down the other road, there's a lot of bottle service. There's a lot of um, exclusivity. There is uh, heavy hip hop presence. Yeah, smaller venues. Smaller venue, right? Mm-hmm. So like that world is completely different from from this world. And so I, I although I get what he's saying, I don't. I also don't think he was exposed to the ability of us and the things that we've seen in Hollywood, LA, where I think people have always snuck in shit that they wanted to play, right? And for the most part, I don't think club owners or venues really controlled like what was played so long as you stay within what makes sense for the club. We are definitely in two different worlds, us and him. And yeah. I think his bookings, because he's a prestigious artist and he's got the, the big agent and he's probably charging north of 10 to 20K, probably, probably more. I don't know. But, you know, he's going after bookings like the Grand and and Dare or the um, Spire out in Houston, which I don't think exists anymore. But top tier bookings like that who would still and there's only a handful of them in the country, um, but they would still book guys of that magnitude in that price range. So yeah, I don't think he's been exposed to um, the, the nights where it's mostly, I mean, hip hop's been running since 2014. I say hip hop's been running the show. And even though promoters and owners don't want to promote the night as a hip hop night, because they feel it's like it's a safety issue, but that's what you're going to get when you, no matter what club you would do around the country. I mean, unless it's like focused on, an EDM night. But yeah, this is a tale of two different worlds. And maybe in his world, he has to battle with someone like Bauer or, you know, where it's just like pure in your face EDM. 
and he doesn't get it get the chance to come in and do the cool shit. Yeah, I also think hip hop DJs are cut from a different cloth, and EDM DJs ain't that creative. Yeah. No, because they go in with you the, want they go in with their own. Do we, do we have do we have shots? I'm just saying, there's shots. yeah, there's shots no fired? there's no real desire, and we we've seen it though coming out. I mean, and I'm not saying every DJ, every EDM DJ, right, or every uh, electronic DJ that has excelled is incapable of doing that. Guys like Laidback Luke, guys mm. like. You know, they have that hip-hop background in Chucky their pocket. Amazing, yeah. Chucky, right? Like, Craze can yeah. fall in line with that. The A-Tracks. A-track. Yeah, that that exists. But the guys that are used to playing those kind of spots and that that in their mind think EDM runs everything. Because they go in with their 30 songs they're going to play and you're going to get them in that order. Like, yeah. they go in program. Yeah. So, yeah, and their version of being creative is having a song that starts at 130 BPMs and drops down to 60 yeah. for one of the most popular hip-hop songs and then they're back up in the yeah. BPMs. That's their way of impacting the audience. Yeah. yeah. Yo, yeah. we're scrolling for records on the spot. Mm. These guys are just going, yeah. enter, done. Like, so when he's saying something like that, I take it as like, well, you just, you're not exposed to the rest of the world. True. Yeah. And, and so then if that, well, maybe with, it's not him, it's his agents. With that all being <laughs> said, what is, what does RIP theme gigs mean then? I think, well, I'm uh, the way I took it was you have a theme gig on Twitch because you're doing what you want. Uh, right. Okay. So, okay. So he's, once he's we referring open to back Twitch. Up, got you. Got you. Got that's right, the way you. I'm taking it because I thought before COVID themes gig, themed gigs were picking up. Yeah, yeah, not, not exponentially, but they were. They were you were starting up. to see a little bit more of them. Yeah, and, and theme gigs are just a way of you explaining to someone coming in why you're playing this instead of that. Like, yeah, that's that's like, the, you that's just a randomly walk like, into the spot. Remember yeah. when we went into yours and you forgot that you didn't update oh, yeah, the, yeah. the theme of the okay. day, and then I'm and the first thing everybody, not, myself included, is like, oh, this oh. doesn't qualify as two <laughs> thousands pop. Yeah. And you're playing like some other things. shit. So like it, it almost gets people to be like, you're like, it's kind of like, you know what you want to eat and then you pull up and it's closed mm. and you're like, damn, like I, I had already in my head, like prepared myself to have pho, but now I got to have ramen. Ew. Not no disrespect to ramen. Similar, but different. Yeah, I don't like the right. film ramen leaves on the roof of your mouth. There's only two places I eat ramen, ramen in, the, in the world. And shout out to. Top. Huh? Top ramen? <laughs> you stupid. Look, noodles and noodles, hold on, my nigga. Look, I'm about to say the most controversial thing I've ever said on this podcast, but I think I've shared it with you guys in the past. Top ramen and a dash of sour cream. Yeah, you said that before. Yeah. Dash yeah. of sour cream. Mm-hmm. Gas. And if, you know, back in the what day- What flavor top ramen gas. though? Chicken. Okay. See? Or beef. Got it. Oh. Yeah. Um, Dash of sour cream, people. You know, I, I'm I'm not here to tell people like Bird Peterson what to do, but I will say this: guys like Chucky said, "Hey, I still want to DJ a lot in the states. How can I adapt? How can I change? Hip hop. You guys want to hear hip hop all night at Tao? I would love to play hip hop all night at Tao because I have that background. I think. And then he started, and I don't know what his rate was when he started doing that, but he's still in the mix. No pun. The fact that you can play hip hop all night at Tao is amazing. Man. True. <laughs> but that was EDM the evolution, coming, right? right? Like when you yeah. finally, when that, when that final, like, uh, that final chapter starts, you're like, okay, like things are changing. Yeah. And it took somebody like Chucky who has that kind of like, all right, his brand is clean. You know, like yeah. it's, it's, we're capable of pushing that. And I think ultimately too, like in that world, like 
I don't know how many more electronic sounding sounds can you put together at the same BPMs? Like there's has they're not saying that there isn't people that are doing that, that creating those avenues, but it, I would assume it's difficult to stand out when a lot of the different sounds have already been utilized in probably millions of ways. I think guys like Bert Peterson just need to adapt to playing everything. You can't go wrong when you mix, when you have a fully mixed set. Open format, baby. And, mm -hmm. and connect, have the set connect with the people. Because again, if you just want to go and do what you're doing, then you're not really connecting with the people. You might be connecting with the 20 people in the front row, but you're not connecting with the wide range. Like we're all here in the club trying to make money. Right. So I should be helping you making money. Like lazy boy said, right? I'm not, I'm not here to fuck shit up. Like I'm, I want to, I want to help the bottom line. So why, I don't understand why these guys just don't, don't adapt to what's going. Cause right before COVID hit, I felt like, and we talked about this with Sprite, we were going more towards a little more towards open format. So where you don't have to be so hip hop heavy and you definitely weren't doing anything EDM heavy, but you were a little bit more open and towards the end of the night, you were probably a little bit heavier on the EDM and the bass house stuff, but still you put all that together and you got a nice mixing pot of genres. I don't understand why these $20,000 DJs don't want to just learn something new or learn some new music. And you don't have to play the hip hop shit. That's necessarily hot. There's, I know there's a lot of hip hop shit that influences these big producers on the EDM side. Why not just hit them with some of that and then get back to doing what you're doing or just be creative. Like I think a lot of dudes can be lazy and they just want to play <laughs> the same there. 128 shit. That's why they don't, that's why they're not creative. Sorry, you said that. Like, or or become so dope that you can throw your own shows and festivals and you'll have a thousand people show up that'll listen to everything you want to play. I mean, I don't see why Bird Peterson can't go and just like make a deal with a venue for 200 people. Okay, maybe that's not like a big venue to him, but like if he still wants to be creating dope situations, like what's stopping him and his following or demographic to show up and support him in those situations? And why can't it be a themed situation? Like, What's stopping him? Like, yeah. just be creative. Fucking it's the same thing when they, when they put together Banana Split, right? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It was a small venue. It was dope-ass DJs that they had. You know what I mean? Again, they could have been spinning at these venues that had thousands of people, but they wanted to do shit that they enjoy doing and for people that want to listen to that. And just, you know, piggybacking off what Mickey said, just put together your own shit. You know what I mean? That was actually the, the one time I saw Bert Peterson. Was that Banana Split? Mm, it was like 2000. I'm sure it was probably one of his best gigs. Or, I mean, one of his favorite gigs or, you probably. know, uh, sets. Because he got to play the shit that he wanted to play. And it was for a smaller crowd that I'm sure that he's used to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also think, I know he went down like a, a whole thing into EDM guys and Bert Peterson. But I also think... Um, when we talked about about this on Clubhouse about how to expand and networking, like if you get with a promoter that gets it and that can bring a crowd together and he wants to do what, I'm just going to use 90s theme because that seems to be like the easy go-to for a fun party. And he gets it and, he, and he's really good at what he does. You can create that for a Friday night and just have a 90s theme doing stuff like that. Um, I'm thinking of Zach Bia. Um, with the H Wood guys, yeah, he he, the H Wood guys gave him some off nights. Say, hey, here's this off night at Blind Dragon. Yep. Um, if you can make it pop, great. But yep. this is what you got. Yep. And he brought in a bunch of fr his friends, and they were doing things extremely unconventional. The DJs they brought in, the promoters they brought in, 
the, the household HWA guys were hating on the night. Look at these kids. They don't know what the hell they're doing. But Brian Toll's like, yeah, but they're bringing people in. So what you're doing is kind of archaic. And what these kids are doing is the next thing. So then they carried that over to the bigger clubs. And the kid is fucking... He's already a legend. He's like barely 21. I mean, it helped, it helped that he was underage and all his friends were underage and they were able to get into a venue that, yeah. well, then again, it was 18 and over. So my It was bad. 18 and over. No shade. Yeah. But, you know, in some situations, but, like but, they were creating that FOMO. Like at the end of the day, it comes down to FOMO. Like yeah. if you're able to start small, right, and you're able to create that level of like, damn, like I want to get in. Like once you get that leverage, like just keep doing that long enough to everybody knows what you're doing and then eventually grow that up but don't you you don't have to like sell out a 500 person venue fucking arenas and shit right like and you got a team of three people like how many people y'all know (laughs) yeah this is a very we said this before this is a very copy and paste industry if we see um a party works for this guy if we see edm works in vegas we're all gonna around the country go out and get the edm guys and try and match the vegas rate and then we're gonna fail exponentially so so but but if we see this theme 90s party works for these guys we're gonna maybe we can try that and do that over here and then it just becomes a snowball effect i mean there's no reason we can't do a mickey d's monday or something where we all dj and rotate our homies somewhere in la and then just keep the venue at i wouldn't even have an ego like just cool let's invite our closest friends and then be able to have 20 to 40 people in there you know, post COVID, whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. there's no reason we can't. You know what I mean? And then when somebody's in town, cool, come jump on the tables. You could literally do whatever you want. Yeah, because when DJs travel, I was talking to Jason Craig, and I was telling him like, not that he, I don't, I'm sure he knew this, but I was telling him, just try and get as many residencies as possible. Like, control the bookings at as many bars and clubs as possible in El Paso, because DJs want to travel. And even if it's a $200 paying gig, they just want something to do. And they will be so grateful that you gave them an opportunity to spin. And they don't even care what the bar looks like or what the club. They just want to say, I spun in this city. I'm from a different city. I spun in this city. So if you provide the opportunities for your friends to be heard, then I I know they'll be grateful for it. I think Kid Cut Up had a Monday night at the Dime. And he said, I'm only keeping this just so the homies have somewhere to spend when they come visit L.A. Mm-hmm. And, Bro, you know, they'll a, make a couple bucks. First place that popped in my head. That's yeah. exactly what it was. We would go kick it there because you would be like, oh, so-and-so's there. They said pull up. It's yeah. always family in there and it's good music. Yeah. Yep. Facts. Yeah. So, yeah. And shout out to Trace. He did have a, a tweet that, I, I mean, I assume that we all kind of echo in a way. But um, he said something along the lines of... Been seeing a lot of commentary about what music to play in the clubs once we DJs go back outside. Just play what the fuck you love. That energy would translate to your crowd. You got to give a little to read them. So read the crowd and everything will be in balance. Simple as that. Yeah. I mean, that's solid if you're an established DJ and have a good relationship with everybody that's running the party. (laughs) Indeed. So keep that in mind. Don't go into your local bar. You know, getting paid whatever, and then you know, playing whatever the fuck you want, and it's a wrap. <laughs> Do you imagine? That? Read the crowd. I think the next wave for room, DJs, bro. DJs. There's been more DJs handling bookings than I've ever seen before. I think the next wave is more DJs hand, um, being part owners of a club, whether it's five percent or or one percent or whatever. But a lot of owners don't want to deal with 
the the little things that that keep the club going, like booking a DJ. So they're gonna say, "Hey, just handle this shit." That that's your one percent of owning this club. Shit, let me do that bar. I'll take that. Yeah, the percent, the point. No, the I mean the point, but the yeah, point too. but uh, I was talking about the job, the position. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'll take the point. You want to give me the one percent of the uh, the. And one uh, and revenue mm-hmm. called and one contracts. And one, and one contracts. <laughs> there you go. Wow. <laughs> Anybody catch the Grammys this weekend? Yeah, I saw highlights. Highlights. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it was an outdoor thing, right? I don't know. <laughs> it looked like they were out front of the like outdoor, indoor. Yeah, like that looked like the beer patio. It was, it was interesting <laughs> seeing, like, oh, not seeing, but only hearing like forty people clapping. <laughs> you know, for something like. Big that just you know Beyonce breaking that record, mm-hmm. you know big deal. Um, like you heard thirty people clapping. It was just like damn, that's weird. Man. And Jay a, was the loudest. What a time to be alive. <laughs> yeah, so she she broke Quincy's record right after she got her second one. Mm-hmm. She most tied it for the most Grammys. Grammys for a black woman, or she she had the most for a black. woman. She had the most for the black woman when she and got then, the first one, and, then she, and she tied for the most. And then when she won the second one. She beat Quincy, right? Yeah. Am I wrong? I, I don't think she beat Quincy. I don't think. I, I no, no, Quincy say, was has like thirty one, right? And she yeah, has I want to say she tied first, and then she broke for for most of a woman singer. Got is you. What they're saying. Got you. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I mean, hey, huge milestone. Yeah, Come I mean on, man. that's so. Look, Nas got one, one. So even then, Nas still got a. Uh, yeah. So, so Jay I, still slip so, out away speak, to speak, outshine Nas. Speak, speaking of Nas, and congratulations to, to Nas. Nah, big he, shout out to he Nas. He definitely, man. you know, it, it was well deserved. It was Overdue. Well deserved over uh, the, and I, the only person that I would have imagined being him was Freddie Gibbs. But um, well, well, hold on. Did he did he get the Grammy? Did he deserve the Grammy because that album was the best, or is it did he deserve it because it's been overdue? Both. That, so my thing is. I think he won. I believe he won it because it's deserved. There was that; those two albums were by far the top albums of that year. That's Which in my opinion. You listen to more. I listen to Freddie Gibbs' album more, of course. But but he ain't on it. the Grammy panel. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I mean, but what I'm saying is, if someone said, if if you if you and I were talking, if we were on the Grammy panel, exactly, just, yeah, and you said, yeah, yeah. I believe Nas did it. Okay, I'm not arguing with you with that. Yeah, yeah. If you said anyone else. Get the fuck out of here! Yeah, we, yeah we got a problem. Yeah. Wait, who else so was nominated? Go. Doesn't matter. No, um, right now. You get it, get but it. come on, say that was another thing. You. People were saying, "Well, it was well overdue," and I was like, "What?" With all due respect, there it is. With all due respect, mm-hmm. what did Nas put out that deserved a Grammy? Yeah, you know what I'm saying in his career and and Illmatic. Wait, who do you, who do you go? But what was but was the Grammy even acknowledging hip hop acts what, what, like that what was the one? at that time? What, when what he came did? back with his beef, got myself a gun. What album was that? That that could have been nominated. The song or the album? That album, that album could have been. Nominated. What album? That wasn't Godson, right? I think it was Godson. Was it Godson? I got, got myself, myself a gun. gun. I can't remember what album. That nah, was that was. I think that was still mad at. No, no, nah, that was. Still, I think still that, mad at came out before that. Yeah, I think. I think still, mad, still, the album came out before that song came out. I believe. Yeah, but regardless, um, um, yeah, I can only think of. Illmatic. Yeah, there, there's nothing that that again. Nas is an amazing artist. What he's done for hip hop is, you know, beyond what we could express verbally. But Grammy speaking wise, what has Nas put out yeah. that 
we All could right. argue that. What you call it? So it was Royster Five Nine, the allegory, King's Disease, Nas, written testimony, J Electronica featuring Jay Z, <laughs> and then Freddie Gibbs and Alchemist, and then D Smoke. Def, I don't that know. Was it? Man, shout out D Smoke, but you shouldn't even been on there, bro. Okay, agreed. <laughs> I'm, I'm in agreement with everything you said. Okay. Now, for the sake of the conversation, um. The best rap album in 1995, which would have been the year that Illmatic, Illmatic would out, have yeah. qualified for, it came out in 94. Mm-hmm. So was uh, was presented to Naughty by Nature. So can you make the argument that Illmatic deserved an award over? Which Naughty by Nature album was it? Uh, let's take a look for you. I don't know if the world was ready for Illmatic. And, that, and that's what that's what that's my point that At I was going to bring because Naughty by Nature was a little bit more on the pop side. On the pop side, commercial mainstream stuff while guys like Nas, Mob Deep, all those guys coming up were more in the street aspect. So that's what I'm saying. Like Grammys weren't even acknowledged hip hop wasn't acknowledging rap, I should say, not hip hop but on a street rap, level. Yeah. On a street level and, as they are today. And and also, you can give Tyler the creator uh, a Grammy in 2020 or whatever, post-2015 for best rap album. But you couldn't because you you understand what rap is now and you understand uh, up in how, how these youngsters are shining very early. Yeah, definitely you couldn't evolved. do that in 95. No. The, mm-hmm. the committee wasn't ready and they weren't aware. They probably weren't even aware of a Nas mm-hmm. in 95. So just to shoot the committee some bail, they it's it, it just wasn't ready at that time. They shouldn't have had a hip hop category. So okay, so check this out. I think this is what it is. I could be mistaken here, but it looks like the first ever time the Grammys even gave a best rap Will Smith. album. Will Smith. Yeah. It was Will Smith, yeah. Was it? Yeah, yeah he got the first hip hop. And it wasn't Grammy. even aired. It was yeah. just hey, 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 you just won. But what it, was, it was one in like eighty nine or something. Yeah, it was like it was, incorrect. That might have been the first rap album to win a Grammy, but it wasn't the first time the category existed. Mm-hmm. The category was was uh, added in 1995. Well, that's what I'm saying. So they're saying like, you, you know how you get the major categories, best album of the year, blah, yes. blah, blah, and they yes. present that on the show. They weren't. It wasn't part of that segment. It was the. the no, nah, it was bro, the like ones it, like they it was the ones. No, no, no. I'm saying that's what I'm saying. I'm saying prior to the '95 with them acknowledging it, probably on stage. Like here's the presenter to present. It didn't even exist. Yeah. '96. No, no, it wasn't even. No, it just didn't exist. Mm. So what did '96 was the first year that in 1995 they introduced the category best hip hop best rap album. So going back to my part, going back to my point of they didn't even acknowledge hip hop artists back then when Nas put out Illmatic. Right. Hip hop is the most important because not by nature, poverty's right paradise. It needs to be on TV. Won the first. <laughs> need, the award needs to be on best rap album needs to be on TV. Best rap album, the first ever time it was awarded was in 1996 to Naughty by Nature, Poverty's Paradise. Mm. Against me against Tupac's Me Against the World. Bone Thugs, 1999, Eternal, Old Dirty Bastards, Return to the 36 Chambers, and Skilo, I Wish. Fucking Skilo, bro. The album? The album? Yeah. 
<laughs> but then you got on the nominee. That's, that's, that's why that's why that's why the yeah. Source Awards one existed. Song. That's why the Source Awards mm-hmm. existed. That's yeah. why the Soul Train Awards Soul existed. It was they won the best rap performance. Yeah, February mm, 1989. But they didn't go because well, obviously fuck you they give were going to best air rap it. performance. But you don't want to get. I, I don't know. Yeah, white people, man. Grammys um, are the best. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, but shout out to all the people that won. You know, a lot of stuff. Shout out to Kay Trinata. Kay Trinata won up. two Grammys. Mm-hmm. Kay Trinata was the first black um, EDM, EDM elect- electronic, electronic uh, dance um, uh, person to win. He was the first black person to win that category. Yeah. Um, well so shout out to him. Well deserved because that man's albums, his music in Flawless. general is fucking amazing timeless music I think 20 years from now we're still gonna be uh, our generation will still be listening to Kate Trinata um what else shout out to Megan Thee Stallion she won what three she won best new artist there's controversy behind that best rap song her and Beyonce yeah come on Beyonce like I get it Beyonce wasn't expecting that one. Yeah, <laughs> but Beyonce's on it. I guess Beyonce's on it, and it was a huge record. It was a huge record, and Beyonce's on it. So, like, yeah. what, what do you expect? You know what I'm saying? And what was the other one she won? She uh... the one blue. No, blue, not Beyonce. Blue, blue. Uh, Meg. Megan. Megan oh, won. Megan won three. Right. I think she won best two. new artist. I think best new artist. Yeah. Best. Um. It was um. Hip-hop rap duo be- Best rap song shit. or whatever. I thought it was three. Because mm. Beyonce won two. Um, Kate Trinata won two Nas won one And I thought Megan Thee Stallion Was the one that got three uh, Rap performance Rap, rap song rap A new song. artist Yep There wow. it is uh, So yeah Congratulations to them man That like Black people cleaned up On the Grammys and this year Billie Eilish Went on to receive The record of the year And she yeah. She gave her flowers To Megan Yeah mm. Like Dua Lupa Lipa. Oh, you know, I purposely fuck her name up. Um, right. So you got something to say about Dupa Lupa? Dupa Lupa? Did you see her perform, Sean? No, we didn't. I didn't. Did you, you, did you, did you nah. see her perform? I did. I know you did. <laughs> I told you. I told you off mic. She she looks flawless and I need to see her. Like every picture looks flawless. So I need to see her in person. In person? Yeah. She's going to look flawless in person, I'm sure. And then, then I discovered she has an accent. Like I think she's British. Oh, yeah. Did I, I do that. it for you? I was, it was different. I wasn't ready for it, so I was like, "Oh, okay." You, you continue feel? to wow me. Oh, <laughs> hey, you know, you know, you can't have a Grammys without Taylor Swift. Taylor T. Sweezy. You know why I speak so confidently? You know why you speaking so confidently? He edits this audio. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, babe, around the forty-minute mark, you beeped yourself. What'd you say? I want to. I want to be in. Uh, with no, the you guys. know, he's like nine. You know, something that you know. Hey, Sean, you say, you, you said you, we can't you say. See the edits being said it. later. It says forty-minute <laughs> mark. Mm-hmm. You know what I got? Yeah. Right. Yeah. What's this two minutes he deleted? <laughs> um. I don't know about y'all, but I'm excited for Silk Sonic music. The performance Ooh, is smooth. Those guys bro, are smooth, baby. Bro. Butter. I I, whoever's, Butter. I, whoever's idea it was for these two to collab with Come each on, other man. deserves a fucking holiday, an award, or whatever you want to give this person. Yeah. I don't know if it was them two. Them. Yeah. Then they need another award on top of what the yeah. music that they about to put out because man, they're too smooth. Bruno Mars people, can't do people if you about wrong. to put music out this 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 summer. You in trouble because <laughs> you think they purposely like sought each other out because they wouldn't look like off balance from height. You stupid nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think isn't like, Anderson Park? Isn't he Filipino too? He's married. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. he's black that and Asian. That's the yeah. correlation. Yeah. Connection, mm-hmm. Shout out to Ontario. Mm-hmm. Oxnard. They ate some adobo together and they were yeah, like, let's yeah, cut yeah. this album. Yo, that I, I can't wait for that, that project, man. Mm-hmm. And I hope it's not the only one they put out. 
Right. I hope they continue doing it. Yeah, run that back. Yeah. Over and over. Oh, and over. I, I'm, I'm excited for this. Drake, mm-hmm. I know your shit's going to be amazing, but you got some competition ahead of you, man. Mm. Shout out to Drake, speaking of that. Top three. I'm Top 100. three ever. No one's ever the done that. The boy can't do anything wrong. Mundo stress. He can't miss. Right. literally Damn. cannot do anything wrong. You can't wrong. hate Drake, man. I saw 2 Chainz, uh post, because uh, he, I guess... Drake got a cake with his top three placement. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Chain said, man, I wonder what would happen if he would have put out a fourth record. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, That's a good question. Put a little five, put a little five yeah. EP together. So Sonic's like, I don't want to know what would have happened. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got number four on yeah. that list. Jeez, take, gotta be able to take number four. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But... Yeah, so shout out to Drake, number three, uh, or top three um, spots. It was top 100, right? At once. At once, yeah. man. Watch Drake what was be the... on the Silk Sonic album. I'm sick. Watch. What would that sound like? Well, yeah. What would that sound like? Hey. I mean, I'm sure he'll figure it out, but I can't hear it right Flame. Now. You think Guaranteed. so? Flame. Guaranteed. I'm sure he'll be fine. Guaranteed. Yeah, I'm sure he'll find a way. I mean, we've seen him in a fro. We've seen him in the music video. I'll tell you. With, with he's going to come in. He's going to come in like at least uh, a cameo in a video or something. He's going to come out like uh, the baby in the Dua Lipa song, <laughs> humping everything. Oh, oh yeah. man, the baby just humps everything. <laughs> 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 oh anyway. man, yeah. Um, but uh, what, Mick, Mickey, tell us what's going on with your belly buckets account. Someone went viral. Listen. <laughs> Sometimes lightning strikes, yeah. and uh, as of today, we're, me and Sean were just talking about this it. video. On Sean there. is an honorable slim belly. He's a slim belly, but he's <laughs> part of the belly. crew. And uh, he, he, I think we're finally putting one of your posts up this week. Hello, but to, you're get, to introduce you're get your highlights you. up. Yeah, but the the thing that's quite amazing about this is there's this video. You know what? We'll we'll just play it mm-hmm. in, in the here. But the point is, you know. Uh, about a week ago, about a week ago, he got his hat I counted too. on that. <laughs> um, we had about six to seven hundred followers, I think. Mm-hmm. Which, when we first announced Belly Buckets, I guess this is a good time to just talk about it real quick. But belly, I created Belly Buckets, the term, because I was playing a lot of basketball. Uh, one of the place that we used to go play basketball, I had a great, I wouldn't even call it security system camera, but they had these cameras set up for like parents to be able to watch their kids from across the country through an app. Anyway, you could record the hi- the highlight or any plays or whatever. And so uh, because of that, I would get a lot of highlights from playing ball. And so I started posting them on my Instagram and, and then it turned into like this whole term because, you know, I'm a husky hooper. I'm a belly bucket. And so like belly buckets just kind of caught on and it was just a hashtag. And like, you know what? Let me just like at least corner the the handle and got belly bu- at belly buckets. And then we launched this movement, which is basically empowering those that might not be in the best shape right mm-hmm. and so being able to give uh people some confidence and uh that kid that didn't want to take a shirt off when he wanted to go in the pool etc cetera, etc cetera. anyway belly buckets you know i'm doing a bunch of different things shout out to chris uh cash tell him he's been running the the account going crazy and yeah and we've been like kind of you know jointly feeding like each other highlights from what we see on the internet and we just happened to run into this guy, Mac. Uh, I am Mac zero seven. He is from I Midwest, think, right? Midwest. Yeah. I, I, wanna, I was going to say Chicago, but I'm not sure. Somewhere but he does a great job editing his own videos, and he goes out there and he does he does funny <laughs> shit. Just, Who's shooting for him? <laughs> that's a great question. Mm. I think he just sets it up and then he oh, points no. it in the direction of wherever he's going. Mm. 
And so, but like post edit, his shit's dope. <laughs> and so he had this video he put out, which I don't even think he posted on his personal account. Yeah, he no. literally gave it to us. And oh, so wow. we've been establishing a relationship with Husky Hoopers mm-hmm. across the country mm-hmm. that they've been sending us stuff. Worldwide. That they yeah. And so we posted this video of him like literally hooping with people and being um, polite. So like he'd be like making a move. And as soon as he blows by them, he's like, excuse me, excuse me. He's like, and he like, when he like steals the ball, he was like, oh, you're such so nice to give me the ball. Like, you Yo. know, and like, and so I think we put the caption, is he the nicest hooper? And then I don't know if it was just like a combination of caption and, and video and like people sharing, but like, um, which I can't even see those analytics. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I do know is, uh, we had six to seven hundred followers, and then that video now has one point two million views. Jeez. As of like Wednesday, right be- Saint Pat Saint right, Patrick's Day, right before the pod. Happy Saint Patrick's Day, guys. Yes. Uh, shout out to Pat. And so, one point two million views, and I think ninety two thousand likes. Jesus. The last I checked, and we went from uh, six to seven hundred uh, followers to we just crossed fifty two hundred before. Uh, this pod and um a lot of that movement happened in the last three days like i turned off my notifications i was like i'm like i think this will last like a day what's his name again uh i am mac 07 but if you go to belly buckets we just announced him as like so we recruited him onto our belly buckets team so we're Mm -hmm. we're, give that man a plaque yeah no he i already (laughs) said he's he's uh he's hall of fame yeah you know already so we're uh we're building our team and it's crazy because the other thing that created is not only a bunch of people that followed us, but it created a lot of people who are like, can I get put onto the team? Mm-hmm. Can mm-hmm. I be a part of the movement? Mm-hmm. What can I do? That's dope. Mm-hmm. And so eventually, you know, uh, we will have a belly pod. Um, we will have a belly buckets league, the BBL. Um, nice. we- <laughs> it's going to be a traveling team. Look out, Ice Cube. <laughs> it will be the BBL. And then uh, we hope to also have, um, you know, I don't know, belly bloopers. You could, we could, like, we go anywhere with this. Yeah, yeah, sky's the limit, baby. The belly's the limit. No, belly's not the limit. It's beyond. <laughs> big as your belly can stretch. And it's just all good timing, right? Like, uh, shout out to our boy KJ, KJ Allen. Uh, he was uh, featured in Last Chance You on Netflix. Yeah. In case you haven't seen that. And yeah, we definitely um, watched that shit. I think they were like the second most popular netflix doc at the moment or just show period and um kj's been blowing up uh from his stuff and he's been a part of the crew since day one day one and so uh i mean it's pretty much eight episodes of kj being an amazing basketball player so oh my goodness definitely go check that out he's and he it it was he was quiet oh he's the nicest kid in the world and that's how he is he was just quiet during the whole show like like just it was just effortless he didn't cause no issues with nobody just like listen and I'm like, damn. So he, 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 everything he gets, he deserves. Bro. Shout, and shout out to Mario because I, I, I'm gonna feel bad if I don't shout him, right. even though we give him a tough time um, because he's like the most thirsty of the whole squad. But he, he, he. I met these guys because Mario DM me on Snapchat, which is probably the most creepiest app of all the ones that I still use. Mm-hmm. And he just invited me to go hoop, and that's how I met Chris and Chris, aka Cash, and that's how I met KJ. And they introduced KJ to me as the number one JUCO player in the country. And I'm looking at him like, yeah, right. How? Yeah. I'm like, man, things have changed since <laughs> I was crazy. playing ball. <laughs> and then, and then, so, and then, no. And then on top of that, he's playing and I'm thinking like, ah, 
like how's like i guess it's juco like just being a dick yeah. and then, <laughs> then yo and then he just switch and it's just like oh dear god mm-hmm. like let me not fuck with this guy bro because then when he was like dunking oh my god yeah anyway. he's, a, he's a beast he's a beast he's yeah. a beast it's like when we you know we used to see dj play with Kawhi. Yeah. You can yeah. see Kawhi. You see the difference. You see that 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 it factor, so to speak. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. KJ, same thing. You yeah. just got it. You yeah. just got it. Speaking of DJ, I feel like, to, you know, around his, when he was still interested in playing basketball, college, pre-college, post-college, I felt like every time we played him, we were only getting 80% of him, and he was still... He was dominating yeah. back for y'all. Still just dominating. I'm going to say even less, because... Probably even less, yeah. Because KJ was like... I was like, hey, bro, like, all right. So now that I've seen a flash of what you really do, like, what are you really giving us out there when you're playing with us? Yeah. Dude, maybe 25%. Barely. Maybe. But you know, I hate those guys. Like when I used to play a 24-hour, you'd have guys that were incredible. And, you know, they they were way better than what was on the court, but probably not pro material. And they would just walk up and down the court. And you'd be like, yo, play some defense or, yo, get involved. <laughs> but it's like, they, why would they put out that extra effort? Because as soon as they get the ball, they're just going to kill. Exactly. And you, you, but you want them on your team, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, he doesn't play defense. You know? Liability, and it's like, man. Mm-hmm. You, you, it, everything is just effortless. <laughs> hey, Joe, you're, you're the one. You, you tell people at 24 Hour Fitness to get back on D. Hey, I'm picking up your guy yeah. every time. <laughs> Yeah, he, that's just a funny be, yeah, picture. Yeah, yeah, you don't be that because guy. some guy, no, no, I, I, I'm giving him shit, but like the reality is, I am, I'm totally with him. I'm totally <laughs> with him. But when you like, you're, you're the guy on the side, and you look at that, you're like, Chill, or, or no, or you're the one that being told to get yeah. back on D. You're like, how many buckets you got? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right, I'm keeping bro. this shit together. Right, that's right, what I'm right, doing. Right. I'm, I'm being the vocal leader. Oh, so I'm the only one that cares. <laughs> I don't want next. <laughs> yeah. Um, is that cacti? Nah, man. Which is regular. I same thing. I was trying to go get us some right before the show. You some? You were trying to get y'all some? <laughs> you didn't go taste it for the pot? No, fuck this. You had the Happy Meal. That's way worse. Mm. I had like two bites of the Happy Meal. That's sparkling. That's sparkling water. It's sparkling water. Spark, sparkling oh, malt. Man. Is it? <laughs> Yeah, it's got more alcohol. It wasn't a happy other, meal, though. The other shit. I mean, basically. <laughs> oh, so you could get <laughs> it's lit. It was death in between two buns. <laughs> we'll have some cacti next time. Me and there you Rel go. and uh, Sean. I haven't tried it, but fuck it. Let's finish a case. Yeah, well, let's go. We still haven't had our. We gotta do the drunk drink. pot. Yeah, we gotta do the drunk pot. Now that Sean's here, we can do it with Sean. Okay, we'll do a drunk pot if we get ten people to share this on their stories. Yeah, this moment. Okay. All right, ten people. It's late in the pod too, so we'll see who really listens. Like. This is really favorable <laughs> yeah, for us. Yeah, yeah. The um, odds are in our favor. Um, no, we want them to share. I'm gonna say Sophinam and Andre are good for it. <laughs> shout out to them. Yeah, and then we'll Nitro. see. And, shout oh, out Nitro. to Nitro. He's, okay. he's yeah. good Nitro. For it. Yeah. We know our loyals. Yo, shout yeah. out to Nitro. Shout out man. to our loyals, man. Nitro, yeah. not only shout out to Andre. Nitro shows up. He, he listens to the podcast. He listens to the radio show. He listens to our stream. Like yeah, every sure. time we stream, yeah. types in. Yo, he like, was in the clubhouse. Yeah, he was in the clubhouse. Like, yeah. like, yo, so shout. Yeah, shout out to the loyal fans, man. So we appreciate was y'all. the only one to to be like, hey, 
when y'all coming where's back? Where's the pot? Yeah. yeah, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was like, where's the pot? Jason at? Craig, too. Shout yeah. out Jason Craig. He was oh, asking, so he's like, yo, Craig y'all need to get back because I'm going crazy over here. <laughs> man. So, yeah, shout out to those guys, man. Anyway. Um, one more thing. the um, How's the lifestyle program selling? It did really well. Yeah. Uh, Good it feedback. It's no longer available. Woo! You got, did you cop something, Joe? I did. I got yeah. the... Oh, did I cuss? I was the first person to get Oh, yeah, that's right. We did talk about that. You did cuss. I'm holding something. that. Yeah. No, Rel got, uh, I got your care package. Woo! Because so I was like, I was online the other day trying to like, all right, I'm going to cop. Sold out. These motherfuckers. Yeah. But cool. Thank you, sir. Cool. <laughs> but I still want to, whenever restock or whatever, I want to still want to support. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. No, when yeah, we got yeah, this, the next, you know. What, the what, next. What's the next lineup? We, we need another model? Uh, yeah, yeah, I got come, you, bro. Come talk to me, you know. Lots of good feedback. I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? They so. were like, damn, we need. We should have been had rail on this shit. <laughs> they got shorts, man. I got my new leg tattoo, so talk to me. <laughs> come on, man, I'm out here. So you're trying to, trying to show some skin, huh? Hey, listen, you know, just a little bit. Hey, what's up, girl? It's like they're that, that, that girl posts her first couple model pics and get a couple likes. You're like, oh. Let me do this some more. Mm-hmm. Try to tell you, man. I like this attention. Boost, boost the ego a little bit, yeah? Man. Confident. I had to argue with my girl. She posted a pic in a bikini. Oh, like, uh, yeah. She shut that shit down. I'm like, for what? Shut it down. Shut what it, do that for? Shut it down. Why? Mm. Why are you posting it? Are they paying you to post it? Take it down. Right. <laughs> this is my thing. Hey. But she funny, had a good point. Funny story that happened to me on Monday. Yeah. I did, um, I did Snapback. Mm-hmm. Stream on Monday. Lunch tables. Lunch tables. Shout out to Snapback. Shout out to Snapback Lunch Tables. They have a DJ every day of the or is week. It lunch tables. It's lunch table. Okay. Um, they have a DJ every day, or I think Monday through Friday at noon. Bro, middle of my set, laptop crashed three times. Whoa. Yo. What? Three times. <laughs> Welcome back. Right? Yeah. So I didn't was, tune in for that. So bullshit. it was like, yo, <laughs> this nigga. <laughs> So my laptop crashed, and I think it was like a graphics card. <laughs> it was like a graphics card issue or some shit I like swallowed. that that I had to. Whoa, uh, whoa. Mickey Moore. Hey. Mickey um, Moore. And it, so I'm on there, and I'm like, "You gotta be fucking kidding me!" You know, like the the, the screen was glitching, and oh I knew God. it was about to happen. I was like, "Fuck, yo!" And I, I was texting my boy. I'm like, "Yo, my laptop's about to crash. Just give you a heads up." And he was like, "All right." So it crashed the first time. Boom. Yo, shout out to Snapback's loyalty uh, fans because they're fucking loyal. Yeah. They sat on there. There was, what? And then you played loyal. 100. Man, I should have. But mm-hmm. uh, couldn't. You played Kendrick. <laughs> what you could. Um, it was, what, 120, 130 people in it? Yeah, almost, something yeah. like that. They had a nice little Yeah, they got, nice. they got a stupid uh, following. Yeah. And they stayed in that bitch. I thought I was going to look in there yeah. and the numbers were just going to drop because they were like, what is this mm. fool doing? But I was in there. Not only did they stay, they completed a hype train with no music playing. Wow. I had no music. I was I was I was just talking to them. I was like, listen, this Sorry. shit happens. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, my bad. This shit happens. I don't know what to tell y'all. Got it. Got it back up. Was able to rock for like what another maybe like seven, 10, 10 seven minutes. Yeah, seven to ten minutes. But I was burning through tracks. Right. Boom, 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 boom. Happened again. I was like, fuck, got it up, played two more tracks, did it again. I was like, all right, that's it. Like, Sounds like a sex story. Yeah, oh. man, listen. Baby, <laughs> I don't know what to tell yeah, you. Man, it's never happened to me. Happened it's never happened to me. Before. Before. I, I drank it was, too much tonight. It was funny. It's crazy because, because you're so hot. You know, it was funny because so at first, I wasn't tripping about it. Like, when it happened the first time, I was like, oh, I was like, yo, this shit happens. You know what I mean? I'm talking to them, and I'm like, yo, I appreciate you guys' patience. This type of shit happens. You know, I'm rebooting the, the laptop. 
you know, most people fold under this type of, you know, pressure and in this situation. And then the shit happened again. And I was like, oh man. And then it happened again. I was like, yo, I was like, yo, P, just, I was like, yo, just raid somebody. And then they were like, all right, we're going to raid somebody, blah, blah, blah. But they were mad cool. Everybody was, everyone was uh, extremely supportive. They were mad cool about it. They were like, yo, we're going to get you back on again because you were, you were going to work. Yeah. Um, and we, you know, we're upset that we didn't get to, um, to finish the set or whatever. So it was, you know, immediately got my shit, took it off, blah, 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 back my shit up. <laughs> back my, cause I was like, damn, I haven't done my shit in like two months. So backed my laptop up, got it going or whatever. And then did, uh, you know, hit the YouTube university, um, and did some, yeah. some things or whatever. And I've been, I've been fucking with it the last two days. Cleveland, what am oh, I doing? Yo, wrong? listen, he, he was in, he was in the he was in the chat. I was like, hey, yo, Cleveland, you know I'm about to call you. I said, just come Terry. on, just come I said, Terry, on. You know you getting you know you getting the phone call. He was like, man, you already know. But um, I went in it and I haven't had any issues yet. But we are gonna find out. I got I got Friday. a gig, I got a gig and a stream Friday. So um, we gonna find out <laughs> if it works or not. So I'm gonna just give a, a word of advice to any DJs out there that you know might 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 want to be prepared. Yeah, one hundred percent. Have a comedy skit. Yeah, <laughs> to perform. Listen, have, you, have you gotta be ready. <laughs> have something, man. Have something because I definitely like blinked. Like I had, I had in my mind what I was gonna say and talk about if it happened again. But then when it happened, it, oh, you didn't expect it to happen seven minutes later. I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't expect it to happen that fast. Right. So I was like, it's gonna happen again, but it's it's gonna be like 15, 20 minutes, right. and it's gonna probably be towards the right. end of my set, anyways, because my set was only an hour, hour and a half or whatever. Right. So I was like, it's going to be towards the end. So if it happens again, then I I, I know what I'm going to say or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I take my time <laughs> doing it. That shit happened again. I said, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, motherfucker. Like, premature shit. Oh, shit, baby, this never happens. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, shit. Got it back up. Got it back up. You panic. But yeah, shout out to those guys, man. Snap back. You, you guys are, are amazing. And back up, back up your uh, laptops. Mm. Be prepared. Mm. Um, I had two setups there. I was gonna go for my earphone. wife's my wife's laptop, but she wasn't home and she had her laptop on her. And I said, "What you the didn't fuck?" Know her password? No, no, no. She had her laptop on her. Oh, she. And she it. wasn't home. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. And I said, "Why the fuck you have your laptop on you?" Like, yeah. I was mad at her for taking her laptop. Right. What the fuck you doing? <laughs> what the fuck you doing? You left me out here stranded. But um, <laughs> like, she predicted it. <laughs> yeah, she was like, "I'm sorry." She knew this I said, "Did you happen. use your laptop?" She was like, "No, but I, exactly. You should have left it home." Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, what's wrong with her? Yeah, man? You, 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 you still want to be married to her? Right? You still want to be married to her? Nah, 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 yeah, of course I'm gonna be married to her. It's just, that's just a little small no, mistake. No man, there's some there's she, some questions. She, she learned from it. You know I got some unanswered questions. <laughs> she, she learned from it. Listen. Just just have your old laptop in a glass uh, frame and, and then like break in case of emergency. <laughs> yeah, yeah. around here. You just put it off to the side. It made me think about it because we get so spoiled. You know what I mean? We we get so comfortable. I don't yeah. want to say spoiled. We get comfortable right. to the point where we will do multiple gigs. And let's say, you know, we're outside pre, you know, pre-COVID. And we plug in. And our shit works fine. Our, our sets are, what, two hours long max? Yeah. You know, sometimes three, depending on, you know, what the gig is. And I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. You know, I'll pull up. My shit's at 100%. I don't need a charger. You know, whatever. Yeah. You know, you, you, start, you start getting a little too comfortable. Yeah, and you're like, and then it. shit happens and you're like, Oh, nothing like this yeah. has happened to me in a minute. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Am I prepared for it? Right. If I'm on CDJs, do I have a thumb drive with a couple Load of mixes uh, loaded up? Drive, loaded you know what I'm saying? Do I have like X, Y, and Z ready to go if 
I do. I have a fucking Y cable that I need. Remember the old school shit? Y cable to plug in and play music off your phone. Mm-hmm. Hey, how come a thumb drive song never hits the same like when you're playing? Hey, right? Because <laughs> you don't introduce right, it right, properly. Because right. it's like, never it's introduced. Like, oh, <laughs> I want to know why. This is like no, nah, because why, 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 why it feels so bland? Anybody? Because because it's so I was just literally just thinking about that and I was, I was thinking about like because Tao always had that thumb drive ready to go and it was like Nelly was queued up or something and I'm thinking the way like I would w- way I think I would want to react is laptop crashes and I say yo how y'all doing just jump on it like man hope y'all feeling good if yeah. you feel you know if you're feeling hot in here make some noise and then boom you drop Kelly um, Nelly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I think that's the best way you can do, do it, it yeah. for something that's a fucking train wreck. But you don't know the thing. I think the thing is though, like, you have to be so balanced in your reaction. Yeah, you just got to be like, quick. if it's something you want, you didn't expect. Like, I think it's hard to regroup in the moment. Sure, sure and sure. and do that kind of like a yeah. fly. But yeah, no, it's always some bullshit yeah. track. You gotta like, you just, bust out of like, yeah. you're just trying to play. Ten seconds of dead air seems like an eternity, and you're like. Play a song, just to you know, kind of yeah. what you call it. But and then if, if the sound guy prepares the fucking CD track, it's some. It's probably the hottest record in the country. Well, yeah, <laughs> he's just gonna blow. Hey, through anything it. works at that. Let point. me ask you this: on your, on your, on you guys' thumb drive, like you have your thumb drive, or whatever, and it obviously probably has the um, Serato tone on it, right? Yeah. Do you guys have just tracks, or do you guys have like mini mixes, like two? Two like three four song mixes on there that are about like you know twelve tracks. to fifteen. I mean, it'd probably be better to have many mixes. Mixes on there, right? That's and so that's what I was thinking. Normally, I just have tracks on mine. Actually, right? I think I have some Pitbull mixes. I have both. Do you? Yeah, I'll I do. usually just have tracks on mine, and I thought about it, and I'm like, yo, because I I thought about how I use my I clone my um my hard drive. Yeah. So mm-hmm. let's say I, some this situation happens and my fucking laptop is just done. Yeah. And then another DJ is there or someone has I could use their laptop and just, you yeah, know, just boot it up on. as my yeah. my own. And I thought about that situation that happened with you at um at oh, Lord at Lord that yeah. time. Yep. Um so I was just like, damn, if I would need I, I don't I need more than three to five minutes to boot this up. Yep. So it's like am I gonna sit there and just stop and play, you know, four or five tracks? It's like maybe I should make a couple of mixes that are about ten to twelve minutes long, yeah, 10, you know, ten to fifteen minutes long. That way I can just play the mix, like play a nice cool little mix, and then it'll just yeah. So I'm like, and they they work as bathroom mixes too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Nitrin does that. He, I'm, but not I'm not for the purpose of bathrooms, but power mixes. Like he'll he will literally play a power mix for like five to ten minutes in the middle of his set, and. And um, go to a tent to some some shit that he needs to no, attend to. No, just just because he was gonna do that same pattern and routine regardless. Uh, so why don't I just and then just I can go and think, and think about, about what, what else I want to do. Oh, that like, makes sense. Yeah. Like why not? If you have that capability of why not just do that? Yeah, yeah make multiple ones, man. I just mean, how many times have we shit, played yeah. for the same shit every yeah, weekend? We you know what I mean? Because thing. because it works not because we're lazy, but because I know this shit's gonna go off. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly, Sean. Um, when was the last time you went limp with a naked girl that you were trying to smash? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> and this is where the other podcast this is, started. This is where we going? When we yeah. were talking about we were being limp and, and all that. No, we were not talking about me being limp. <laughs> what? We, we were talking about we were not talking. being able to get it up, right? Uh, <laughs> it was a reference. It was a reference. It was a reference. It was a reference. Uh, I mean, to answer your question, it's never happened. Never happened. Never. 
You just like I drunk. Swear, I swear, high, never nothing. happened. Never happened. Limp? No. Never. It never happens to me. When I'm trying to smash a chick, never happened. No. Yeah. You know what's funny? Speaking of that, and speaking of saying borderline funny stuff, you guys see what Doc Rivers said about uh, Ben Simmons? Wait, look. Just because nobody's going to admit to that problem, I'm going to just go ahead and... Oh, oh I mean, you know, it happened to me one well, time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it happens. I was nervous. Now, listen. Did I finish faster than I expected? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's, but that's, that's, not, that's not your fault. That's definitely <laughs> That's not your well, fault. I don't know what happened, baby. <laughs> yeah, you're so fine, baby. You know, nah, I just... Shit. Listen. The only thing I feel bad about in that situation, the, the situation you presented, is that, like, they feel insecure about themselves. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, if you're flaccid. Yes, gotcha. she's like, oh, I'm ugly, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah, feel like, sure. oh, like I don't you're have any makeup on. You're not attracted to me. Telling her she's the yeah. most beautiful girl without her makeup on, and you're like, oh, like, yeah, oh, is it because of that? And I'm just like, because <laughs> you, you guys hear the the term like whiskey dick, or whatever. Like, I mm-hmm. never, I never understood nah. what that meant because I, I was like, whiskey. yo, when I'm drunk yeah. here, I'm like a rocket. <laughs> <laughs> DJ, Ray. that happened. The, the limp situation happened to me once, and I'll t- I'll give you a little backstory. There was a trainer at New Mexico State. That uh, that was so gorgeous, and I she was just. Oh, so you did you did try to smash a girl in college? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I we no, I real, tried. It just didn't work out. Oh, 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 that wait. made so. Why did you say that from the rip? You never told no. us that. No, uh, yeah, of course I tried. It's just the girls that like the few girls that I was trying because there wasn't a lot of good looking girls in my oh, college. Man, the you, few girls I tried with, they wanted to be in a relationship, and I was like, all right. You made it seem like I didn't even try. I'm like, right. wait a minute, no, what? Well, no, go ahead, yeah, continue yeah. the story. Hot trainer, so it's like I've, I've been wanting to hook up with her and blah, blah, blah. She had a boyfriend, and even the other trainers were trying to hook me up with her, but she was a good girl. Years later, I'm DJing, and Party Rock Monday. Oh, of course. So so it's in the Cosmo. And and we're about, you know, I'm like, finally, you know, we're about to get to it. Nah, sure. And then for what it's, I don't know, she said something. It's always her, right? It's never you. It's always her. She said something that threw me off. What did she say? I what did she, she say? I didn't even know what she, she said. What did she say? Yeah, what did she, she say? There was something about it that, I don't remember what she said, but there was something about it that turned me off. And I, I I really can't think of what she would have said that turned me off because it's one thing to be grossed out by someone saying she didn't gross me out. Was she, she drunk? Just, no, I think she showed some sort of insecurity that turned me off. And it wasn't like I could get turned off and shit like that. Like you've seen hot girls in front of me and me be turned off. By yeah, them yeah, one hundred percent. Just they just sloppy me, and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. And passed on that shit, but. So so I had to rally the troops. So I had to like, we, we stopped and I had to like get the troops together. So we started talking and I'm just like, whatever I had to do in my head while I'm talking to her to just get things going. It's like, all right, let's go. Finally. And we got to it and that was it. It, it took a lot. I, I had a lot of work to do. And this so you was before DJ said that. A lot. You were in the club trying no, to get no, your stuff to like. This before he said. Before the DJ said. Yeah. Before oh. the set. Oh, you were you were taking it down before the DJ set. Before the DJ set, yeah. but okay. Yeah, clear but where, where did you group? Where did you gather the the crew? I no mentally, I had to just like because we're we're like under the covers and talking at this point. We're just talking now. We're, we both feel a little awkward. Yeah. So we're just talking. talking yeah, so naked. I'm just like I'm I'm just trying to whatever it takes to get aroused to have sex with her. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and, and the more we kept talking i was like all right cool you know and she wasn't like like you know these girls on instagram that are teasing and she's not she wasn't that type of girl she was like a good girl that was a little behind in regards to what 
girls do on Instagram to get likes oh, and oh. tease it with pics and whatever. But so whatever happened, it worked and it went down and I was just, I don't know. I, that was that. Jeez. <laughs> but it was, it, it took a lot. It was a mission. Congratulations. Joe. I want to know what you thought about. I want to know what Actually, she said. I, I, I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't want in case I run into that, right? Research. On, baby. Research. This is, I'm trying to get home. I'm trying to get home, baby. I'm on third base. I got to get home. Yeah, we're we so close. We're we so, so close. close. <laughs> um, yeah. Right. What was uh, I saying? Uh, oh, what Doc Rivers said to about <laughs> fucking Ben Simmons. Yo, he was like, he, he is. He is on the path of becoming defensive player of the of of the year. At times, he just swallows players. Oh my god! Yo, well, yo, well, yo, well, you know the internet had to fill there with that you shit. The mark on that one, buddy. <laughs> you know Ben's just sitting in the corner. Yeah, come yeah. on! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he caught a he caught a whole clip. <laughs> <of> his <laughs> it wasn't just one stray. It was a whole said, clip. Why he had to say it like that, bro? <laughs> I was oh so God. fucking weak. I was like, um, oh my ben God. Ben Simmons, you had five blocks and seven steals today. Would you say you swallowed them? <laughs> Yo, that's a wrap for Ben, bro. Would that be classified as swallowing? He's going to stop playing defense for the rest of the season, bro. He just let them penetrate? <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Yo. It's over, right? <laughs> this is how you know we need to end this fucking podcast. Look, and Doc River, like, he ain't no spring. I mean, like, he ain't, it's not like he was born in 1920. Like, you might not understand oh, no, what is. the, like, he's knows. Uh, no, Doc, 80s and no, 90s, you couldn't yeah, say yeah. swallow Doc, like Doc that. Bruce, you could have thrown Doc around Bruce says like no that. cap, okay? Like, he's, <laughs> he's got a son. He uses him, no cap like, Oh, man. Bro, come on, man. And, and no one, not even the corniest white dudes say swallows. Like the commentators. Wait, his daughter and, dates Seth Curry, right? Uh, oh, I yes, know married. He had daughter. Yeah. Oh, they married. Doc Rivers' daughter? They did get married. Yes. Mm, right. Wow. Which is, but she was Paul George's ex. Damn, these girls that's, begin. Which is a weird dynamic. That, okay. <laughs> that's complicated. <laughs> that's complicated. Was it Paul George's ex? One of these motherfuckers in the league. Well... Pandemic P. <laughs> I'm sure we're all Eskimo brothers with a few NBA players. I'm and not football players. Oh, oh, sure. I, oh, yeah. I yeah, am actually. You, you know what, girl? You know what, girl? Oh, man, hey, I don't know. You know what, girl? I don't know who. Who what? I don't know. In the past, no, not, you, you. Not, I'm not, not saying my you wife. up with her. No, you guys. No, 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 I'm no, saying no. you. I'm saying you know what, girl? That I am oh, referring. Oh, to. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not Eskimo brothers with any of them because of my wife. But girls that I've been with in the past, yes. Right. Yeah. Me too. Right. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to Vegas. <laughs> I mean, you know, where, where else? Where else? <laughs> the city. Where else? Um, all right. Moving on. Globalization mixes. We just had JD, DJ JD. Remix Shout report. JD. That's what it was called. Remix when report. Hit, That's right. With I Jay Spring. That. Jay yeah. Spring. But he dropped a, a, a set for us on Globalization. Dope set. Shout out to him. Um, and up next, we got... Marvel. Marvel. DJ Marvel. Here. Yeah, Vancouver Zone. Um, Home, Homie Depot. The Homie Depot. What's the name of his Twitch stream? What's it called? Stream The Stream Team. Stream Team. And it's yeah. branded like the Dream Team. Yeah. So clever. Dope clips guy. on um, Such Instagram. Such a clever guy. But yeah, so look out for him. You know he's got a ton of edits. Too. Marvel's a dope-ass DJ, so I'm excited for that mix. Yes, he is. He is. 
Yeah, so uh, we are out of here. Peace. Peace.